is the Downtown Honolulu podcast. Omar WJ speaking. Let's get this party going. The, um, it's supposed to be a high of 27 today and sunny. Got to get um, my recordings going. I made a bunch of recordings. Can't think of any news that comes to mind right offhand. Explores themes of innocence, imprisonment, and non-existence. The narrator, a former lawyer called Jean Baptiste Clements, opens the story by introducing himself and offering his help to the reader. We find ourselves in a bar called Mexico City in Amsterdam's red light district. The narrator helps the reader order a gin from the Dutch-speaking bartender as he pulls up a chair to join us. He shows us a blank space on the wall behind the bar, saying a painting used to hang there, but the distrustful bartender took it down. He tells us he used to live in France as we did. He shares that living a clean life is the same as being eaten by piranhas, since you're eaten bit by bit by the pressures of a job and family until only your skeleton is left. He remarks how you two are very similar, two well-dressed men in their 40s, and continues saying he used to be very rich and greedy, but no longer is. When you leave, he pays the bill and tells you that he will be back here the following night. For those who love intrigue, Fritz Aristotle was born in Greece in 384 BC. I want to listen to this so I can delete it from my list. Aristotle was undoubtedly one of the most wide-ranging and influential philosophers in history. He had a keenly scientific mind and wrote seminal works in politics, ethics, and metaphysics, as well as science. He was also the private tutor to the young Alexander the Great and invented the formal system of logic that was used for two millennia after his death. One could think of Plato as the distant, amazing genius. Aristotle is the man who's good at absolutely everything he does, as far as I can tell, which makes him extraordinarily admirable and also a little frightening to me. Uh, He was good at everything. He established the science of logic. He established the science of biology. Uh, He wrote the first treatise of literary criticism that we have. He has the first political theory in a form that maybe people will recognize the political theory. Of course, Plato has political theory too, but Aristotle writes treatises rather than dialogues. He invents, so to speak, the style in which philosophical discourse operates uh, since then. He has an amazing view of the whole universe, which was extremely influential for uh, thousands of years. While Aristotle initially embraced the doctrine of the forms, he later criticized this notion, asserting that Plato's ideas were mere abstractions.
learned as a kid about how America's government works is completely wrong. But I had no idea how bad things actually were until I saw this one graph. Researchers at Princeton University looked at more than 20 years worth of data to answer a pretty simple question. Does the government represent the people? Now, this is what they found. This axis here represents public support for any given idea. On the left, at 0%, are ideas that not a single American wants. On the right, at 100%, are ideas that everyone supports. This axis represents the likelihood of Congress passing a law that reflects any of these ideas, from a 0 to a 100% chance. On this graph, an ideal republic would look like this. If 50% of the public supports an idea, there's a 50% chance of it becoming law. If 80% of us support something, there's an 80% chance. You get the idea. Now, most Americans would probably agree that, with a few exceptions, we should be as close to this ideal as possible. Unfortunately, the way America actually works doesn't even come close. Take an idea that nobody supports, literally nobody, and it has about a 30% chance of becoming federal law. Now, take an incredibly popular idea, the most popular idea this country has ever seen, and there's also about a 30% chance of it becoming law. This means that the number of American voters for or against any idea has no impact on the likelihood that Congress will make it law. Herschel Walker. Mr. Walker has declined to participate and is represented by an empty podium. Mr. Herschel. Republicans, they have been so successful at redefining what most Americans think the Second Amendment does, think the Second Amendment says. You wrote about this in your book. How do we get to this moment where even modest action on gun reform becomes an absolutely uphill battle? Well, there's a reason, right, why Mitch McConnell sold a seat on the Supreme Court. And it's because these laws, these gun, the, the, the lack of gun regulations and the over-regulation of a woman's uterus, these laws are being handed down to us from the Supreme Court, which is the one body of government that is unelectable, unaccountable for the, to the people, and cannot be easily replaced. So there's a reason why Republicans want Republican thousand dollars. That's almost three times the median salary of public school workers who made up the largest industry of workers in the country in 2020. To most workers in the U.S., the perks given to those who work in tech are astounding. $2,000 to spend on a vacation anywhere in the world. $2,500 per year for student loans. $4,000 in baby cash for new parents. That on top of lavish offices decked out with in-house massage parlors, gyms, and cafeterias serving free restaurant-quality food. During the pandemic, in-office perks were replaced by money to furnish home offices, mental health days, and the freedom to work from home forever. In an industry fraught with competition for the brightest minds, perks have become a way to not only attract, but also retain top talent. The benefits of perks package alone, I would say probably was at least 40 or 50K. This on top of salary. This is called a dose of Aristotle. The, uh, that last part was about uh, why uh, people who are making six-figure salaries quit high-tech. And those are gen- Generation Z, okay? Um, I'm Generation X, technically a baby, baby boomer. 
and then after me was Generation Y, and then the Millennials, and now it's Generation Z are the young people. Um, at the beginning of the show was this thing was about the fall, and I will record record all of that later. That's almost three times the median salary of public school workers who made up the largest industry of workers in the country in 2020. Sorry about that. This is called a dose of Aristotle. This guy says that there's to be any future, it must be post-Western. Um, human beings can't be disposable. Um, let me get that up. If there is to be any future, um, which means a future of humanity, a future of species um, continuing, um, and not always under the threat of uh, Nazism, of climate catastrophe, of nuclear war, fascism, etc. If there is a future worth living, it would be a future that is not a Western. Uh, the West has proven
let's see um there's this uh crypto ex uh exchange firm called um ftx foxtrot tango x-ray in the phonetic alphabet and um uh the imploding cryptocurrency trading firm ftx is now short billions of dollars after experiencing the crypto equivalent of a bank run why did ftx go bankrupt Customers fled the exchange over fears about whether FTX had sufficient capital and they agreed to sell itself to rival crypto exchange Binance, but the deal fell through while Binance's due diligence on FTX's balance sheet was still pending. FTX had had valued its assets between $10 billion to $50 billion and listed more than $130 affiliated companies around the world according to its bankruptcy filing. FTX and dozens of affiliated companies including founders Sam Bankman-Fried's hedge fund Alameda Research filed the bankruptcy petition in Delaware on Friday. Okay. So what happens when you play with the f- funny funny money? That's um talking about some real big change there um let's see um let's see so the um Georgia race is still out and um that'll be decided later right now um the Democrats have 50 seats in the Senate and with the uh, vice president they have enough to break a tie so um, I don't know what kind of excuse they're gonna have for not governing now um, let's see where am I oh I'm in Honolulu um, Germany complains to Egypt over COP27 snooping report. Um, next week, democracy, democracynow.org will be um, having um, daily reports. Uh, Nigeria suffers worse floods in a decade. The government is blaming climate change and unusually heavy rainfall, but critics also fault poor planning. Let's see what's on Reuters real quick. Excuse me for... At the beginning is the fall. Um, okay. Um, maybe uh, they're going to come out in Georgia and vote, vote against... Herschel Walker. Um, he, the poor guy, has had brain damage from playing in the National Football League. Let's see, AP News. Okay, I just looked at them. Um, 
election day saw a few major problems despite new voting laws. Okay. Taylor Swift wins big in Germany at the MTV EMAs. I guess that's the European Music Awards. Um, so we got some time before the World Cup, World Cup start, starts. I have a thing already. Um, uh, recorded for my show. I think this is uh, long enough. Oh my goodness. 18 minutes and 38 seconds. Um, so, um, at the beginning, uh, the next show, I'll have the whole fall, fall in there. And I'll give you my two cents about it. And then um, I'll play the recording I made earlier. This is Omar WJ. This is the Downtown Honolulu Podcast. Um, primary mission is to entertain, secondary is to instruct.